Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a new episode of Behind the 90s. We have a whirlwind of an episode for you here today, folks. We are talking 90s snacks. That's right. I know you're getting hungry just listening to this. All right. We are talking Lunchables. We are talking Bagel Bites. We are talking Dunkaroos. You better believe it, folks. Now, the best way to find out which 90s snack was the king is to bring in my high school friend, Andrew Kujma. This guy knows snacks. He was always snacking. And what did we do for you folks? In the month of March, where March Madness is right around the corner, we gave you a March Madness 90s snacks bracket all right stay tuned towards the end of the episode my friend andrew and i talk 90s march madness bracketology some of the best 90s snacks are going to get a seed they're going to take on each other in the matchup you are not going to want to miss it folks just call out of work now stop what you're doing and just dive in with us so without further ado here we go. All right, folks. Today we welcome in snack legend Andrew Kujma. He and I have gone to Brantford High School together. We have gone on Habitat for Humanity trips. We were on set in several different plays and musicals. Also some sports fans as well. Always hanging out. And this kid knows snacks, ladies and gentlemen. He was always snacking in high school. I had to bring in the king. That's right, folks. Give it up for our guest this week, Andrew Kujma. How you doing today, Kujji? Uh, Justin, what's up, my man? I'm going to answer that question with uh, a saying that you and I made up. That was the Pope shit in the Vatican, right? That's it, man. Um, dude, I'm happy to be here. I'm really glad uh, you reached out. I know I, I enjoyed snacks back in the 90s. Let's be honest. I still fucking enjoy them today. So what are we really talking about here? I mean, there's never a bad time for a snack. And when we talk about the 90s, for some reason, that just always came up. And I said, why not try to get an episode on it? That's it. And uh, I know after you reached out, I did a little research myself. And uh, there are some relics of the past that um, I feel like maybe some of us forgot about. So I'm excited to uncover them. Absolutely, man. Let's start out with a basic one here. So what in your mind separated the 90s snacks overall as like, you know, their own category? What makes them stand out to you? It's going to sound cheesy, but I, I got to say the bright colors and the marketing behind it. You think about every single jingle that I know. And if it's not Silly Rabbit Tricks are for kids, it is they're after me lucky charms. So um, just thinking about growing up, watching Saturday cartoons, wonderful world of Disney, and then seeing the Tricks Rabbit, seeing a nice commercial for one of my personal favorites, 3D Dorito, trying to make a return, haven't found it yet. I don't know about you. I, I think they are trying to make a return. I, I think I saw a commercial for that the other day. Very interesting little little comeback there. Yeah, we'll see if they can pull it off. You know, you like to think it's uh, something like Mike Tyson coming out of retirement, but if anyone could do it, it's Doritos, right? Only on the Behind the 90s podcast can you get a comparison between Doritos and Mike Tyson, ladies and gentlemen. And just to clarify there, the Lucky Charms and those cereals, 
they really became popular in the 90s, even though they might have been around for a little bit longer. But that's really when the Saturday morning cartoons really kicked off things for those snacks. Oh, thousand percent. Yeah. And I wonder how much those advertising slots costed because pretty much all of these 90 snacks were just made to kind of just mess up kids. We don't have too many healthy options here. Would you agree? I mean, in terms of what commercials I saw back in the 90s, the only ones I remember are some things that give me cavities. And um, yeah, definitely not good for you, but make me feel good. We definitely don't see the attention to health that we see today. Like, I don't think any of the snacks on our list had a vegan option or any kind of health calorie, you know, awareness whatsoever that we see today. I think most of the snacks were really geared towards kids and like getting kids to ask for it for their parents because that was always my job. I was always asking my mom for like fruity gushers and I would be like, there's fruit in them. Like, why can't I get fruity gushers? Yeah. uh, Every trip to the grocery store had at least 15 to 20. Mom, can we get this? Let's just say that, right? 100%. Uh, Any aisle that's on the inside that has something packaged. And then when you would hit the, uh, do you remember like just general stores? Uh, Branford Book and Card, if I'm bringing up a good example. Or at at the Branford Festival, they had that toy, the candy shop. And they had anything under the sun in there. We're, I mean, we can go into the brand names, but they had that rope thing that looked like a big domino that you can rip off the candy dots. It was like a piece of paper. With oh, the candy yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen I that. I remember anymore. that. And, yeah. uh, and then you can get like firecrackers and throw them at each other. I don't know. I go off on candy. <laughs> <laughs> and back to that fruit idea, I noticed that a lot of the popular 90s snacks, I guess their marketing ploy was like, to convince parents that they were healthy. Like you got fruit by the foot, you've got fruity gushers, you've got fruit barrels, you've got Scooby-Doo fruit snacks. I mean, for some reason, I think like, like, did they think we were stupid or like, like, did they actually think that we, they were just crushing fruit and putting them in candy? Cause like, I, I don't know why all of these snacks were just based around getting fruit into the name but that's just something i noticed do you think about i like to give us more credit than what you think but a lot of parents just want to shut their kids up no matter what day and age it is so um <laughs> that's funny man and i also think about like gogurt or uh the tricks yogurt just because it's yogurt doesn't mean it's good for you <laughs> so yeah absolutely um, and that i just remember the tricks yogurt that was literally i want to say like purple and blue and it was like, how is this healthy? But I convinced myself back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gogurt is definitely on my list. I, I'm definitely going to put that in our ranking system when we get to that. Um, I like the idea of being able to eat yogurt whenever the fuck I want. Like the <laughs> whole idea was like, you want your gogurt, but I mean, you want your yogurt, but you also want to go skateboarding. Now you can do both. Like surfing. Um, I, I, did, I feel like some of the commercials they had got pretty creative with the things you could do with a gogurt. And absolutely. <laughs> That's why I respected the hustle. I got to ask you, though, real quick, with gogurts in particular, is it a convenience thing for you back in the day? Or was it the fact that 
they were the cool flavors. Like you didn't see a vanilla gogurt, you know? It was always catered to kids too, not just on the go yogurt. So what were you in it for? Yeah, that's facts. I'm actually gonna hit you with a new answer. My mom would freeze them and make them kind of like really good ice pops. And if you got them to the right temperature, like when you broke the ice, it would like kind of be gooey. And like, oh man, it was kind of a secret. Uh, I didn't even tell people about it until actually you're the first person I've told. That was like, that was wow. my go, that was my gogurt secret back in the day. So if you kind of treated it like an ice cream and then it wouldn't get everywhere, like, you know how, like, you know, you'd eat it and like, yeah. it would always like splurge everywhere. Um, and you could probably get every piece out of it. Not like a normal, regular temperature one where you're going to lose the last yeah. 10%, five, 3% of it, maybe. There you go, man. And another thing I wanted to bring up was this idea that um, at lunch, when, when we were in school, I know you and I would trade snacks all the time. And like, that was just a thing of our generation. Like as soon as you sat down at the lunch table at school, you were seeing what other people had and you were trying to make some trades. I mean, you were like a GM, bro. Like you were trading, like it wasn't baseball players, but you were trading snacks. Um, can you remember any big time trades you made as a, as a GM of snacks? So I kind of tell you growing up, my, both my parents were, my mother was huge cook. So also baker, might I add. So I would always end up coming in with chocolate chip cookies, which to your point in that, that is literally hundred dollar bills. You know what I mean? Or that Facts. is a Babe Ruth rookie card. So, um, when talking about making trades, I pretty much had my pick of the litter of what I wanted. Didn't come in with as much fun stuff. I did that stuff didn't come to school with me, but I would capitalize with what I did have. You know, you get creative. Um, I would actually remember back in the day, I would always trade for, and I mean, I would have these as well as a kid. And I don't know if they're they're on the list for sure. Dunkaroos. Um, let's call a spade a spade here. That's probably the goat, or at least top three. Yeah, we'll definitely get into the rankings, but I was going to say Dunkaroos as well. That was always a target of mine, mainly because my my parents were kind of like, they weren't big into buying them for me because they were kind of like unhealthy. like, And they didn't even try to mask it. Like they didn't even put fruit in the title. So like my parents couldn't even be fooled. Um, so like, yeah, I would always have to trade. I would have to make some very um speculative trades for some dunkaroos it might include trading my whole lunch but i would do that all the time worth it 100 worth inflation it. right yeah <laughs> mm -hmm. like supply and demand and i would also like to do a little segment i'm i'm like a big drink guy i don't know if like people even share this affinity that i have but i was all about high c and sunny d back in the day yeah 100 um Hi, see, I was never a fan of the orange, actually. I'd be a big Fruit Punch fan, but Sunny D, always fantastic. Um, I also going to throw a curveball out here. It was a soda, so I didn't have it as much as I would have liked. Surge, if that's ringing a bell with you. Ooh, I actually do not know that one, to be honest with you. Yeah, Surge, I would say similar to Mountain Dew, just maybe even more vibrant and um, – just terribly just marketed to like basically cocaine or, or some type of upper. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I don't know what happened. I'm going to have, now I'm going to look this one up myself. All right. Just go cause ahead. I need to know what happened, what happened with search. Go for it. I loved, um, sunny D's ad campaign 
like unleash the power of the sun. Like it's just fucking juice. You're telling me that I can unleash (laughs) the power of a planet. Like who am I Thanos? Like Jesus unleash, (laughs) unleash the power of the sun. That is, that hits you right in the face, bro. (laughs) It would whisper it. Yeah. 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 (laughs) We're like, Whoa. Oh man. What a great, what a great slogan. Now that I think about that. Oh my God. All right. 1990s discontinued in 2003 surge exists and like what is it like what does it look like is it is it like an energy drink or was it just straight soda i can't share it's not letting me share my screen with you it's okay no worries um it is lime dude is lime green okay it is literally lime green um oh man this was so give me some serious memories looking at this What, what a short run supernova 1997 to 2003 Oh, I see it. I looked it up. Oh, yeah, I remember this. Yo, this stuff was crazy. You drank that stuff? Of course. <laughs> yeah, this looks like it's pure gasoline, bro. May explain a lot of a lot of my habits today. Who knows? <laughs> oh my god. It looks like they literally just took monster energy drink and made it worse for you. <laughs> it's like a combination Dude. of Mountain Dew and Monster Energy, and like well, yeah, looking here, gasoline. And looking here at the ingredients, I cannot pronounce the first four. So, um, <laughs> not not a good sign. <laughs> yeah, maltodextrin and potassium benzoate. Man, that's crazy, dude. I like to go over kind of like the evolution of things on this show. So, like, obviously, there was a lot of snack trading in the nineties. I'm I'm a teacher and some of the schools I work at they have like a separate side of the cafeteria now for kids with peanut butter allergies. I don't know if you've heard of this, but like that's just one way how like like when we were kids we would never even have thought of that. And like now you can't even trade they actually lock down like they don't want kids trading snacks at all because someone could have like an allergy or something like that. And like the, the fact that we never even thought of that as kids is like insane. Yeah, I thought about my nephew. Uh, my sister could not bring in a certain amount of cupcake or cupcakes or something, not only because of allergies, religion, everything. So like the and then at the lunch table, dude, you just had to risk it if you were allergic. I, I remember a couple kids now that I'm thinking about it that were. But like, what did they do? Just live life on the edge? I think so, man. I think every trade was like, you know. I don't know. I don't know yeah. how this is going to work out, but we're going to do it yeah. anyway. Yeah, like could could we even read the ingredients at that at that age? Were we doing this in kindergarten? You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, there are a bunch <laughs> of candies where like you don't really know, like Twix or like Kit Kat and stuff like that. Like sometimes they have peanut butter, sometimes they don't. And like like obviously like Reese's, yeah, you don't eat it. But like there are some yeah. that like dance on the edge, like Milky Way, like that that kind of that that family um i've had to look that up a couple times are you allergic no i'm not but working with kids all the time you always have to be like aware um i usually just avoid giving kids any kind of like anything in that family just because i don't mess around with it makes me wonder if our teachers had to be aware shout out to all my elementary school teachers who listen to this podcast that's it brother i was talking about that the, the other day with my friends like 
a lot of friends I met in college, like their best friends are now like from college, like they're, they're, they're ride or dies. But like, I feel like everyone from Brantford where we grew up, like our ride or dies are like from, from Brantford. Oh yeah, for sure. That's just and a thing, man. Like other towns aren't like that. I know a lot of my college friends are friends with them and I'm still closer with, with high school. All my college friends I'm still close with also to them. Shout out to you guys. Yeah. Um, but uh, dude, totally agree. It's gotta be a Brantford thing or maybe yeah. a lunch thing when maybe. trading. You know? <laughs> it all started with 90 snacks, man. That was it. Honestly, I, there's probably two kids from my childhood who don't talk to me because I turned them down a couple of times. For trades? For trades, yeah. I mean, they, they probably were coming out of the cookie, coming out with some weak shit. And I was yeah. like, dude, no one's interested. I mean, what? no one's interested, you know? Yeah. I don't want your sun chips. <laughs> Absolutely not. All right, sir. Let's go ahead and get down to the ranking system. Uh, so could we? I had an idea myself. Okay. Could we come up with come up with eight, seed them, and do a tourney? I'm very interested. An open, an, an open debate tournament. Best of eight single elimination. I'm definitely interested. So we can each it. pick four. We could eat, we could draft our four seeds. Okay. I guess that'll be one to eight. Okay. And then, and then I'll make, we can make a bracket, right? Am okay. I making sense? Yes, you're making sense. Okay. So oh, I get, oh. I get four number one seeds. No, 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 no. We, that's going to be seeds one, three, five, and seven. And I'll get seeds two, four, six, and eight. Only going to do top eight. Unless you want to do 16. You want to do 16? No, no, no. Let's stick with eight. All Let's right. What do eight. I get? I get one, three, five, seven. Yeah. So you pick, you okay. pick the one seed. And then got I'm going to pick what I think would be the two seed. Then you okay. pick the three seed. And then I got the, I got the, we go for it. I got it, the draft right here. Beautiful. And then we'll, and then that'll be it. All right. So I mean, yeah. I'm the guest. So you go. Okay. Number one, easy, easy money. First seed, I'm going Dunkaroos. Wow, coming out big. Coming out hot. I am going to go. Hmm, this is actually really tough now that I'm thinking about it. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say, I'm going to go fruit by the foot. I think a little more nostalgia. I had some, some more reading to go alongside with it. That's over. I'm not, I'm not doing roll up. I'm going by the foot. Definitely. That's a two seed for sure. hundred percent. All right. Three seed. I am actually going to hit you with one that, yeah. I'm actually going to go with for my three seed, which I say is an underrated snack. I'm going to go with toaster strudel. Wow. I love okay. I love a good toaster strudel. If you heat that puppy up to the right amount and you throw that frosting on, dude, late at night after after a long day, oh my god. I'm going toaster strudel. Yeah. Ooh, that is good. That is good. Okay. And now this one, I it, it comes with a two part for me. It's a four seed. Some may say it should be higher, but and you could decide if I have to pick one or not, but I'm going to okay. say overall as a company lunchables. It's going to be my four seed. Perfect. If you didn't take that for four, I was going to go five, and I think five is too low, so that's perfect. Yeah, my thought is if I had to pick one, it would be pizza, but but I think just for sake of the game, we get them all. Yeah, 100%. And, I mean, we could just let you – like pizza pizza Lunchables were clearly the best one. So, like, we could say pizza, okay. pizza right. Lunchables. All right. Like, we're on the same page. I totally agree with you. Oh, 100%. All right, number five seed – I am going to go with 
Scooby-Doo fruit snacks. Wow. Could have been high. What was your favorite color? Red. Dude, light blue. Scooby. Those are my faves. Scooby was like, I don't remember who was who. I have to admit that. I haven't had those in a minute. Those were good, dude. Wow. Yeah. Those were a hot, those could, hot trade those item. Those could arguably be higher as well. Okay. All right. My next one is, so I, I actually thought about these. These didn't even come up. Just so you know, we didn't even talk about this side of the, of the, the 90s snacks. But my next one, and it's between the push-up, or not push-up, but push-pop. I'm going to choose the ring pop because I think universally it was more popular. But yeah. I don't know. It could have been the if you remember the push the push up pop, you can leave that thing unattended for weeks on end, come back, and it hasn't lost a beat. Dude, <laughs> you're so right. Oh my god. I never thought of it like that. Yeah, let's go with the ring pop. I, I think the ring pop was more popular. Okay. All right. All right. Plus, that was fun to like propose to girls with a ring pop. Like everyone did that shit. Um, okay, cool. <laughs> seventh seed, seventh seed, man. I have to pick one that's like good, but not too good because it's a seventh seed. Um, all right. For my seventh seed, I am going to go with, let's go with warheads. Wow. Warheads, solid, solid candy could, could be a big upset here. Yeah, that's big, actually. That's like the George Mason of ninety snacks in in the in the tourney. Could just absolutely upset everyone and <laughs> make it to the was final. Two thousand six, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, those were good. I like the black cherry flavor specifically. Oh my god, I don't know if this might set up a first round upset, but I think I got it. Dude, so going back to ring pops and everything, the baby bottle pop, then the knockoff of lollipop paint shop, those are going to be honorable mentions. It's going to fall short just because this one is still kicking and so good. It's Gushers. It's going to have to be the eight seed. Coming in, had a rough season maybe, but still yeah. a great contender. right? Yeah, let's know. let's do it. It has to be in there. I love it Gushers. It has to be. I Me love too. Gushers. So, like, that's going to be tough. All right, let's, yeah. let's go right into it. So okay. our first round matchup is dunkaroos versus gushers correct yeah one seed versus eight seed man that's man we might have screwed up here yeah that's a tough one because like all right let me ask you what have you had more of in life well we're not we're not reseeding this is the seed. This is what happened. The, the committee. I know. No, 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 no. The committee this did This is it. the debate. Yeah, yeah. 100%. 100%. <laughs> There's a couple snubs in there too, we know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What In life, what have you had more of? I've had more gushers personally. I have 100% had more gushers. Yeah. Oh, my God. I dude, still but think, dude. Dunkaroos are also making a huge yeah. comeback. Like, I had some I had some last week. Wow. Yeah. So, like, does I that think- even play a factor? I got to be honest with you. I had some last week. I think they changed up the formula because it wasn't that good. It, oh, it didn't hit. Home. They yeah, definitely they probably used aspartame or something. Yeah, they definitely did not use the same ingredients as the '90s. Hundred percent. I I think I, I think I'm feeling an upset here. Oh, dude, I mean, the ones you can't go down in the first round. I don't know, man. It. You know when dude. I had the? Oh my god, I think of the gushers that had the red outside with the blue goo. Oh, dude. 
Ring the bro, bell. I'll and alert. and I'll like alert. every, I feel like every month there was a new flavor that came out. Like it would be like Berry Blast or like Tropical Sunshine or like some crazy name where you were like, oh my God, I need to get this. All right, let's oh, do it. Ring the bell. Eighth seed upset right. in Dunkaroos. Wow. That's huge. That's going to change. Gushers, the Gushers are moving on. Gushers are moving on. Okay. Dunkaroos out early. Okay. Now we have. Fruit by the foot as the second seed taking on Warheads as the seventh seed. Okay. Where's your head at? All right. So here's where my head's at. That feeling of unrolling a fruit by the foot and turns out like it was big, man. Like as a kid, you'd get so giddy looking at that thing because it would take you like half the lunch to eat it. Oh, and gosh. like you could do, and there was there was also those jokes and shit on the paper wrapping. Jokes, mazes, like cartoon, had everything. Yeah, so like that is, I'm definitely gonna pick fruit by the foot for that one. Um, Warheads, they so, put up a good fight, but for yeah. me, for me, fruit by the foot was on a different level as a kid. Yeah, so for me, I 100% agree. End of the day, fruit by the foot just the different amount of flavors, but also I will say that feeling when that warhead went from sour to sweet was also a great feeling, not as satisfying as opening up a fruit by the foot, but still, if you remember that feeling of when it turned past the sour, that was great. Yeah. And you, you puckered, like people could see that you're eating a warhead and they'll know when you're past it. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. That's like the warheads were like, they they shot a bunch of threes and like they kept it close for a while, but at the end, fruit by the foot is just yeah. just more fundamentally solid. All right, all right. So that's our two seed. I like it. All right, fruit by the foot. Moving on. Next, we have Toaster Strudel taking on Ring Pop. Now, so- Toaster Strudel's kind of it's not really in the candy category, so it's kind of tough to assess. But what are you thinking? Yeah, so, dude, I got to be honest. I do love the idea of popping a toaster strudel in the oven and or toaster oven, right? Comes out, and then you get to apply your own frosting. That's a fantastic, you know what I mean? You kind of do whatever mm-hmm. you want. You could have got yeah. creative, done your initials, gone for the straight smear. Um, but then I think about the ring pops, and, like, they were really good. Like, I don't, I mean, like... Think about a ring pop proposal is going to go right up there with some of my fondest elementary school memories. But then also at the same time, toaster strudel was great. Even if we go back to my days in the late two thousand, the the late two thousands, early twenty tens, when I got on the devil's lettuce, I had a toaster strudel then too. You know, yeah, so, we can't we can't discount the fact that toaster strudel hits perfectly after a long night of you know of that kind Drinking of stuff and yeah. anything yeah i still think but dude, I don't, but the I ring don't pop has a comedy aspect to it where 100%. you could use it as a flirting device not too many snacks you can really do that with yeah it's not just like sharing it is yeah there's a, there's, yeah i would I, dude is this another upset alert three seed going down I don't know, man. I I I think I think the ring pop. I think the ring pop is is putting up a good fight in my head right now. 
Uh, it's are they going to come up with the buzzer beater or did Toaster Strudel hang on? That's your call on it. I think Ring Pop at the end pulls the upset. I really do. They're prime. Let's wow. do it. Let's do it. Oh my goodness. It's going to set up quite a round two, might I add. Yeah. All right. We got Ring Pop moving on. Our next matchup, we have Scooby-Doo Fruit Snacks taking on Pizza Lunchables. Five versus four. This is usually the, this kind of worked out well because they're very, I think they're pretty evenly matched. And that's exactly how a five and five and four seed usually is. Um, where's your head at at this one? So, I mean, I'm going to sit there and tell you, you, you had a feeling, a sense of, I'll say just what's the word I'm looking for. Just a, some, a pompousness about you, right? A sense of entitlement. If you whooped out a pizza lunchable, and you started spreading that that sauce. Yes. And then if you if it was a if it was a, a surfer cooler Capri Sun, you might as well be the line leader for the week. The way That's I'm looking it. at it. That's it. So, man. oh my gosh, I don't know. But then Scooby Doo fruit snacks. Those are the those were the ones that I remember. I would crack crack the bag and pop them all in the same time. Just go down the hatch. So honestly, I have I have the, no idea. The trade value of the lunchables is unparalleled because you had so much to trade because like you could eat four or five like like the pizza ones and then give away one or like maybe even one of those side things or like even even a little side of cheese that you would put on for something else yeah so like a couple you could you could you could turn that you could flip that lunchable into like three different snacks so that's why the versatility of the Lunchable is really where I'm leaning towards. Now, yeah. l- l- let me let me preface this. Scooby-Doo is getting his own episode on my podcast. So I don't want to say anything against the show <laughs> Scooby-Doo because it's in my top five of all time, a mystery-solving dog, absolutely genius. But... In terms of snacks, I don't think that Scooby can compete with the Lunchable. Just my opinion. No, I mean, at the end of the day, Lunchable, it had an arsenal, you know? It's almost like, yeah, so and it had a lot. It's big. Everyone knows that you've got it. And yeah. everyone was like, oh, he's got the Lunchable. Yeah, I think, I, yeah, it's, it's almost an unfair fight. It's Maybe Scooby-Doo went in without his best player. I don't know, but yeah. But yeah, I think I think Lunchables has to take that, right? All right, let's let's go with Lunchables for that one. All right, so now we have the Gushers who pulled the upset of the century over the Dunkaroos taking on the I got them taking on the Ring Pop. The Ring Pop. Okay. The 6 and the 8. From here on out, you're going to be the the leader on the on the matchups. All right. So <laughs> I got Gushers versus Gushers versus Ring Pop. Okay. And honestly, I don't know where your eyes at, Justin. I don't think it's even close. You're telling me this matchup right now is Gushers versus Ring Pop. Yeah. All it's, right. They're both Let's, the underdogs. How about this? On three, on three, we both say what we think. Okay. Ready? You One, go. two, three. Gushers. Gushers. 100%. Gushers. Yeah. 100%. Move blow them out. It's a Ring blow Pop out. didn't come. To, yeah. Ring Pop didn't even come to play. Yep. It's well, like, I mean, it's they, like St. Mary's of the Blind playing Duke. Absolutely. Something no like <laughs> exactly. Ooh. Okay. All right. So this What's the next like, matchup? I'm starting to think that the Lunchables is is almost like the 
1990s Bulls right now. If you call me back, we can talk about that. Um, but we have a two seed fruit by the foot taking on the four seed Lunchables. Fruit by the foot versus Lunchables. Ooh, this is a this is a heavyweight matchup. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel you. I feel you on our first conversation on the Lunchable just has me so high on Lunchables right now. Yeah. I don't know if Fruit by the Foot has enough muster. Dude, I'm starting to wonder if there was a Fruit by the Foot in a Lunchables at some point in time. No, that'd be too powerful. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? Oh. Is it another blowout? Is it? Is it that that to- would be like if Kobe and. MJ played on the same team. <laughs> Dude, there's no way. There's no yeah. way. All right. No, yeah, I, I think I think the Lunchable is is I'm gonna give it to the Lunchable. Yeah, I'm with you on that 100. Now this one. Yeah. Now this one's tough. This is a championship matchup. It's gonna be. We're in the championship lunch- game right now. We're championship game. Yeah, we're not gonna okay. do. Oh snap! We're not gonna waste our time with a uh, a third place matchup. No, so. no, 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 no. <laughs> So we have the eight seed Cinderella story coming in. That might be on us, but hey, the NCAA doesn't always get it right either. Is the eight seed Gushers taking on the powerhouse, having won a hell of a tournament, Lunchables, four seed, the eight four matchup in the championship? Damn. Man. I, I, do you, how should we do this? Do you want to, should we go pros, cons? Do you want to go, I don't let's, know? Let's go. Let's just take it from let's take let's debate the lunchable and then let's debate the gusher and if one of them has just a clear surefire winner then then that's it. Okay. Let's start with the underdog. Let's start with the Cinderella. So okay. gushers had a great run. That feeling of when you put that gusher in your mouth and you pop it and all that juice comes into your mouth, that is unparalleled. Also, like, they would always <sighs> stick together. So like, you couldn't just put one in your mouth. You got to put like three. I was just about to say, like, nothing was better than a nice mushed gusher that's been in the back of a pantry that they all are stuck together. And you just got a gusher wad going yeah. in there. And oh, 100%. Just, you know, get oh, hitting all the right spots. Oh. I am not kidding. Tomorrow, I'm going out to buy Gushers. I'm gonna, Me too. I'll find them. I'll find them. Yeah. I'm going to buy some for sure. <laughs> um, I'm glad they made it this far. I really do. But now, if we're talking Lunchables, I mean, you just get so much. How can you, how can you take that down? Yeah. And just like, the, the fact that uh, no one else has pizza, like no one else, like unless you had like some leftovers from the weekend that your mom heated up, then you're the king. But like, if you're going in there, most of the time, kids don't have like, you know, New Haven pizza in their lunch, you know, lunch box. Oh, yeah. So if you're oh. rolling out pizza, pizza beats, it beats anything. It's tough. Yeah. End of the day, end of the day. I, I mean, we're coming from the area that we're in. We are spoiled with our pizza. Oh, 100%. Not that, not that we're making comparisons, but <laughs> you, if you came out with a Lunchables pizza at lunch, you, you, were, you were the sheriff, I, as far as I'm concerned. And I wanted to sit next to that person, whether it be a trade, whether it be, hey, I'm full, really? There's yeah. two left, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I the, think, the I think thing is, a, <sighs> The thing is, Gushers wouldn't incite a bidding war at lunch like a lunchables would 
Yeah. That's how I rank my snacks is how many people wanted this from me at lunch. Lunchables was up. The, it's, it's, I think it was the most desired piece of equipment at the snack yeah. table. Yeah. I honestly, at the end of the day, you can't, I cannot disagree. And I think that has to be the champion. I mean, yeah, I, I'm down to, to revisit this next year or at a different time. If we want, there's a couple that may not have made the cut, but yeah, Lunchables would be my champion. Yeah. hundred percent. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's give it to him. Uh, let's say five, five point win. Five point. Five point. Okay. Yeah. Cover the like spread. It was a, it was, yeah, it was a tough matchup through and through, but at the end, Lunchables was just too dominant. Like got a double, got a double digit lead in the first half. Gushers came charging back, but yeah. just not enough ultimately. Yeah. Just not, not there. <sighs> Man. Wow. I feel like I just went through a tournament of emotions. My yeah. God. Uh, honestly, I'm still feeling bad for some of the teams. Maybe, you know, maybe if I, if there was a little more time to, to think about it, maybe I would have a, gone a different way with my seating. But at the end of yeah. the day, Hey, the tribe we, has spoken. We could always do a part two. If we get some good feedback on this episode, shout out to our fans. If we get a good feedback, there are plenty of snacks that we could go second tournament to take on Lunchables. Cause we okay. didn't talk like we, obvi- we could have put fun dip in there. We could have put Gogurt. We could have put Reptar bars, Doritos, um, bagel bites. The dinosaur was oatmeal. I probably should have put bagel bites as my oh, wow. as my fifth seed. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of regretting that right now. But at the same time, like I feel like bagel bites are like so. Uh, it's that's tough. It's it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Yeah, you can go know. either. I mean, it depends on your mood too. Yeah, right? it really does. Wow. Well, that was an absolutely amazing tournament that we just had. I thank you so much for coming on the show, Andrew Kuzma. My friend, you are welcome back anytime. I would love to have <laughs> you back. Um, we're going to be bringing in a lot of guests. I wouldn't mind even doing a little co-host thing. Um, if you want to come in and maybe interview one of our next guests, totally fine with me. Um, I think you're a natural. And uh, thank you for being on the show, man. Keep it real. Keep it 90s. You know, you know our motto here. Here, thanks for having me. I would love to come back anytime you want me. Sounds good, brother. Thank you for listening to this episode of Behind the 90s. Make sure to tune in every week for new episodes. If you have a 90s topic that you would like to request, just send me a DM on Instagram. Follow us on social media and enjoy our show. Thank you for listening to another episode. I'll see you next week. Always keeping it real and keeping it 90s.